welcome back to Random Trek, the podcast in which I, your host, Scott McNulty, discuss a random episode of Star Trek with a non-random guest. I am welcoming back another return guest, and Xander, and thank you for joining. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Scott. I'm thrilled. It, I'm I'm doubly thrilled. And before we, we jump into our thrilling conversation, why don't you remind people uh, about who you are or tell people who... Who I used to be. And who you would like to be. <laughs> oh, oh, I like this. This is good. Mm. Good interview questions. <laughs> ah, see, uh, I'm, I'm pivoting yeah. the podcast. It's an, it's a chat show now. So mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the first one. Um, I am a, an actor and a clown and producer uh, who used to do a lot of live performance um, was all set to be touring my first full-length solo show, Juicebox, uh, to a number of festivals in 2020. And I, I made it to Chicago, which was very exciting. I was really glad I got Ooh. to get to one festival before <laughs> before everything shut down. I got <laughs> to Chicago in January. Um, and then this last this last year, I've uh, it had ample time to rewatch lots of Star Trek. Um, <laughs> I Yes, I... Uh, I've been doing a lot of gardening and kind of slowly pivoting to doing more like digital performance, um, some, you know, bits on other people's like uh, Twitch channels or um, IG live shows. And I have a, a short, a 15 minute piece that debuted at Fertile Ground Festival here in Portland, which is usually a live festival, but it was all digital this year. And you can watch that on my YouTube page. It's called Prolific. And uh, the premise is, um, by the end of it, I will be both pregnant and a world-renowned artist. So um, it's it's a comedy. It's <laughs> it's a futile. It's a f- comedy of futility. <laughs> oh no! Uh, I feel like that's what we've been living yes. for the last year or so yeah. as we record this in uh, March twenty twenty-one. Yeah this this month has really. Um, I think this is this month has really just brought back into full relief. Oh yeah, this isn't normal, or this this feels <laughs> too normal. I mm-hmm. I can't quite phrase it, but I have to keep reminding myself that something else was happening before this. Yeah, I think so. It's it's the year anniversary of kind of you know recently of all the mm-hmm. lockdown and people taking it seriously and understanding what was going on, yeah. and I feel like that moment for everybody was kind of like oh right this had a start date yeah (laughs) this isn't what we were always doing yeah and hopefully it's not what we're always going to be doing um and so this is super weird yeah i was just reflecting on this i don't know if it was days or weeks because that whole time was so strange but you know that the time period where i was like even though the CDC hadn't put out guidelines yet, I was like, I don't think we should be going to the grocery store as often. I feel like that was my first, <laughs> you know, like we shouldn't be, or, you know, going to, we're doing like a home project. I don't think we should be going to Lowe's so much. And then I don't, I was like, when did I start wearing a mask? You know, I mean, I, I wore a mask as soon it was, as it was regulated, but there was that weird period where, you know, the mm-hmm. CDC was like, you don't need masks. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah you don't know how it spreads yeah uh, yeah it was it was quite and i, I was reflecting on this as well because i was you know we're I'm, I'm past now a year of working from home right uh, and i am privileged that i can do my job from home mm. so hooray um but uh i was looking back at the announcement uh when my uh i work at university they sent us all home and it said 
you'll be back in two weeks. Yeah, yeah, and of course. I thought, oh, naive yeah, us. Everybody was like two to three weeks. Two to three weeks. Oh, boy. It'll be fine. It is uh, Spoiler, it was not two to three weeks. Well, it was I think many, many maybe weeks. in an alternate universe it was where, you know, all lockdown procedures. That would have been such a cool segue if uh, this <laughs> if, this has been like a mirror yes. universe episode. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing, but it's not. Maybe in a universe where I pretend to be an android. Yes. That would solve solve everything <laughs> that was a real smooth recovery <laughs> <laughs> thank you i i'm a pro yeah. well no, but this this episode is about a traumatic event it is uh, yeah and 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 the pandemic has been traumatic in many ways kind of great and small mm-hmm. for many people obviously lots of people have died and that has impacted many people mm-hmm. so that's the ultimate trauma uh and but also kind of you know the way that people have been interacting has changed mm-hmm. people are you know not being able to hang out and all kinds of stuff i know i'm just comparing dying to not being able to hang out when you say it like that no but i there is i mean i think it's pretty uh well documented um psychological effect of having such limited uh social you know social interaction or you know, human to human contact. I'm mm-hmm. grateful that I live with another, I love another, another human being to whom I am married, <laughs> not oh. just a random human being. Um, you just grab yeah, someone as the pandemic was starting. <laughs> We're quarantining now. <laughs> um, you know, I'm grateful, but you know, even that it's like, it's, there's, it's challenging. It's very, very challenging psychologically, mentally, emotionally. And I think just like Timothy, Uh, I have had moments of just kind of like trying to shut down my emotions as a way to um, just get through it for a while. But uh, ultimately, Mm -hmm. I had to I had to learn to feel them again to move forward. So you you slicked your hair back. (laughs) Oh, my God, I can't wait to talk about those. That pair of greasy brushes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, no. Uh, Star Trek. If you're not a Star Trek super fan, you may not know from those <laughs> tidbits, greasy brushes, and Timothy. <laughs> what episode we're going to be talking about? Uh, this is a uh, TNG episode, mm-hmm. season five, episode eleven, specifically, hero worship, in which uh, a kid deals with a traumatic event of uh, his parents and everybody on the ship that he's on dying in a horrible uh, yeah. accident, basically uh, by. Uh, and he's rescued by the Enterprise uh, by kind of you know suppressing his emotions and uh, uh, emulating data. Indeed, yes. And then he learns a valuable lesson about we're all human and emotions are important. I think data learns more too about like trauma and you know the impact of of trauma on the psyche. I do think that this is a good data episode where because we all know you know data's pinocchio he wants to be a real boy right right and uh and so this is the opposite right a real boy is like it kind of sucks uh having these emotions data don't don't do it uh but data then kind of explains why he is is jealous uh although he can't feel jealousy but he he wants to be more he's these they're all these yeah they use they use his um or uh, troy advises him to sort of share his uh desires to be more human to help timothy get back to 
his own humanity. But we're kind of, I mean, we're sort of skipping to the end. <laughs> and then, then the episode's over. And okay, good episode. Fine. Well, I'm a Star Trek fan. It was great talking to you. And <laughs> see you in two Thank years. You. Is, I'm pivoting again to super short episodes. Yeah. Uh, and so it's great. Now, a fun fact about this episode. <laughs> and you know, when someone says fun fact, it's going to be super fun. It's going to be fun. Uh, Patrick Stewart directed it. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, see? But I only know that because of Memory Alpha. I, but, I pulled uh, up the Memory Alpha page, but I haven't actually read it yet. <laughs> so I'm just uh, going to look at it in case. <laughs> it's there in case. <laughs> and Captain Picard is interesting in this because, you know, Captain Picard is... Uh, I was thinking about Captain Picard earlier today. Um, Go on. And how he's one of my favorite characters mm. just of fiction. Um, and he, he he's not really good with children, generally. Right. And this episode, kind of, he's not r- super bad with Timothy. Well, but he's he listens to him, though. He does like, listen he, to him. Like, That's good. At the, in the end. But yeah, he is he's very like, he, he's like... What is wrong with this kid? Yeah, but he, I think he, he um, you know, he heeds Troy's advice about letting him kind yes. of go... You know, he, he he's the one who authorizes, like, make him the most android that he can be, you know, so I'm, he's, he's I'm not sure if that's great. Yeah. Well, we can get into it. We can get into the ins and outs of the, uh, the correctness of the, uh, psychological assessments. In this. Oh, counselor Troy. <laughs> I felt she was so underused in this episode for an episode. That's literally about counseling somebody mm-hmm. <laughs> to, to, to mental health, to like good mental health. She's really not in it that much. <laughs> no, it's it's this is the the chronic thing with TNG. They have this they nobody you you get the sense that the writers just did not know what to do with Counselor Troy. No, uh, they really and, didn't. And like, why is she on the ship? What are we doing with her? So we do horrible things or uh, make this episode, which really should be like a data A B plot. Data could be the A plot. Troy could be the B plot. Whatever. Or, yeah, or swi- yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it. kind of all around the timothy but it's just all yeah. data it's all data and a black what was it called <laughs> We're in a town of, uh, the a, black a, the black, black cluster cluster, <laughs> black of, cluster yeah which i assume is a cluster of black holes but i don't yeah, know they did really say something like about a bunch of collapsed stars so i think that's what it is ah uh, see there you go so that's where it starts off with they're going into this black cluster mm-hmm. to look for the the vico cold open vico? yeah the vico. vico the vico research vico. vessel and I wasn't sure, is the Vico a Federation ship? It doesn't really matter. Well, but I was based on its shape, it looks like a Federation ship. <laughs> that is true. It has that very, even in uh, horribly damaged. Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah like, like half of it's ship. gone, but, but it, the, like, most of the saucer <laughs> section is gone. But it looks to me like a pretty standard, you know, Enterprise-ish ship. I I uh, enjoy, so I'm an IT guy, uh, and so I enjoy, they have to go over to the ship, and uh, they can't download the, yes. the computer core from remotely because shielding and mm-hmm. damage, so they have to go over, and the way they yes. <laughs> get the computer core is they bring a box with them that shoots a, a laser at laser! It. I wrote that down <laughs> <laughs> Which I guess, you know, fiber optics, yes, data goes over lasers, but it just seems like just plug in a cord or something but i you know i was like i think this is one of those star trek kind of prescient moments even though we don't do um data transfers by uh purple lasers just the idea that something could be like transferred wirelessly i think is sort of Mm -hmm. 
it's another one of those those things in Star Trek that I imagine, you know, some very smart person watched and was like, I'm going to make that actually happen minus the minus the visual effects (laughs) and of course you know it's a tv show so they want it to look like watching someone plug in a cable to download things is not very interesting so right uh having a laser uh jordy set up a little laser thing and uh shoot that laser at uh, a computer is more exciting and then exactly then they hear a little they hear a little whimper they do and then Riker. Data and Jordy are over there, mm-hmm. uh, and Riker looks at Jordy and says, "You stay here." Yes, he does. Like, <laughs> stay with this box and monitor it. Make sure it continues shooting a purple laser. At the I just thought that was so funny. I don't yeah. know why. I was just I like, did too. Eh. <laughs> "This is a job for Data and Riker." <laughs> That's right. You're gonna mess it up, so you stay over here. Yes. Uh, and they find this kid is under a bunch of. Um, well, I was going to say obviously fake beams, but of course they're fake because they wouldn't crush a child right. under <laughs> real no beams. No children were harmed, but it, they were. It was uh, this whole. I mean, this is jumping ahead a little bit, but like he's supposed to have a beam on, like across his mid, like lower back slash upper legs, mm-hmm. which I would think there would be like a danger of paralysis at the very minimum, broken limbs, like at the very minimum S- of an some actual some sort beam of injury. He's totally uninjured. He just has like some smudges of um, like uh, do- uh, not, like oh, chimney sweep is what I'm thinking of. He uh, just yes, like, he does look a little bit like, like little... Dick Van Dyke yeah. in a Mary Poppins <laughs> kind of uh, like, for a moment. I mean, he looks sad, but he, he yes, not as happy. He's not. He's <laughs> but he's. I'm yeah, just at the point where I'm, I'm jumping ahead. But I was just like, how is he not? So much more incapacitated than this. I did have that question myself because, you know, they set it up as everyone else is dead on the ship. That's Exactly. Exactly. Like creepy. everybody else has had, like the first image is somebody like the glass next to somebody's hand and their face is like planted in the console. That, yeah, it's, yeah. It's serious stuff. And then this kid is just like in a, like a, 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 a what, like tiddlywinks. He's just kind of stuck. Yeah, he and... looks and he's, he's kind of doing that, th- you know, where you're like on your tummy and you sort of sit up on your forearms, like, mm-hmm. you know, just, <laughs> help me. Somebody help me. Uh, and we're making fun of this character, but, uh, it's because it's silly. This, this, uh, but he, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched the episode, he's fine. <laughs> he is fine. fine. He is fine. And I think actually this child actor is very good. It's, there's no, it's no yes. um, judgment on him. I just think it was a strange choice to have him so incredibly minimally physically <laughs> injured. <laughs> I guess they wanted to, they made that choice because they want to focus, focus on, on the, the psychological psychology. damage yeah. of yeah. what he has and not have to deal with, you know. Oh, also his legs were crushed. Uh <laughs> Yeah. Which I guess would complicate the story. But uh, and so yeah, sorry. Go on. I'm sorry. No, no. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I was just skipping ahead because shortly thereafter, when Data like picks the beam up off of him, the kid gets up and runs. <laughs> like he's not even like yeah. limping. He's not. You know, Data well, does, does sort I, of scoop him up, but like he just. <laughs> I feel like he does like one limp and then he runs. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing because the they can't move the beams. Without right. f- causing further collapse. And mm-hmm. so uh, and this is another funny part, although it makes sense. The uh, Riker is like, oh, well, you know, we have this android who's very strong. He can move the beam. Uh, and Data's like, I suggest, Riker, that you and Jordy get off the ship uh, while I do this. And Riker's like, I agree. Okay. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
I have, actually I have another uh, question. How like are all their like how is how are they in that ship when half of it is gone and open and exposed to space? <laughs> I would assume I would have to consult the 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 Vico technical manual. But uh, I'm going to assume that it is like all the other Federation ships that we have encountered that have uh, force fields that right. click on when there are, uh, you know. That weren't damaged somehow yes, in this horrendous. Well, it has power still, right? <laughs> right, so right, right. Okay, so it's, I, it's in I its guess. sort of backup power state. Okay, I buy it. That, that's that's <laughs> what I say. Because he he should just be dead. Really, this kid should be dead. Uh, the yes. movie, the 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 show wouldn't work because uh, right. it would be a very different episode if they beamed over and found a dead kid. A dead uh, but <laughs> dead. <laughs> not funny. But no, no, it wouldn't be funny. <laughs> well, it's funny yeah. in that context. But uh, but he's fine. Don't worry. Uh, they get him out. The hull collapses, but everybody's fine. There's a very exciting moment for an extra who plays the transporter chief who's struggling. This was a great episode for extras. There were two ensigns who had quite quite a few lines. There was a woman on the bridge in the beginning, and then Mm -hmm. she has lines later. And then this guy had quite a few lines of like, I can't get a lock on him. You've got to get him in the hallway. I was like, ooh, I like that. I love seeing seeing people get a chance to shine, you know? Yes, and uh, one, I, I, you're in the biz. I'm not, but I, <laughs> but I assume once you speak some lines, you're getting paid more money. So that's yeah. Good. And I, I always like to try to determine too because sometimes that could have been technically an actor who was hired for that part. So there's you're in different unions if you're an actor versus a, a background artist. Oh. And there's but there's tricky things where like an actor who has one line has to get paid. You know, has a certain minimum amount but a background extra has a much lower minimum daily amount and if they're given a line they just get like a like a dollar amount tacked on to that so a lot of times they'll use if if an extra is like uh, good at delivering the line they'll just use extras because it's cheaper for them (sighs) but but it might I, i was like i don't know that could have been an acting part or it could have been an extra part either way i'm happy that those people got the screen that screen time you know maybe some points towards getting them to sag who knows so <laughs> lots of good stuff happening good for them. <laughs> yeah and i think the the transporter chief guy or or transporter agent or and, whatever yeah was, and, ensign he uh he did he played a different ensign in a, a previous episode so yeah, I, I also think he might have been the one who sat down in Data's seat earlier in the episode when Data got up. But you only see oh. the side of his head for like a second. So he's doing all kinds of just, acting a, th- just a theory. But, you know, if he's there that day and they're shooting that scene, they probably just <laughs> you, use him you again. You can sit in this chair. Yeah. <laughs> and now, so Timothy, who's the boy that they found. Yes. Parents are dead. All his friends are, well, we don't know who else is on that ship, but. The crew is all dead, and one assumes he has friends amongst the crew. It is unclear if, like the Enterprise, there are a bunch of kids on that ship. They don't right. dwell on that because that would be, once again, change the tone of the yes. episode dramatically. Um, so, I, I don't know. but uh, And he is he says, oh, they're like, hey, Timothy, <laughs> oh, for some reason. This, this scene, though, that they cut in on him, is it just cracked me up because there's voiceover of Patrick Stewart saying, now oh, yes. it's the job of the crew to counsel the boy back to what you know wealth, and then you see him. He's on a sick bay bed, and then you a cutaway to Doctor Crusher, a cutaway to Data, and like several lines back and forth of them talking to him. And Crusher, Crusher is the one who tells him that his parents have died, he's dead. Mm-hmm. and 
I'm like, Picard literally just said their job now is to cancel. Where is where is Troy? And then she's busy. In the, well, she's in she's in the scene, but you don't see it until they go to a wide shot, and she's standing at the end of the bed, basically saying nothing. She's like, "Well, we'll like crush her head on this. I don't want to." <laughs> she does have a line towards the end of the scene, but I was like, "This is so preposterous that they like the whole the whole uh, you know conceit is about." giving counsel and they don't use the counselor. <laughs> and I did, I wrote down the line that Picard gives in his log because I thought it was so hilarious. We have begun counseling the boy in regards to the tragedy. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I was okay. like, wow, you can really tell that Jean-Luc is, is <laughs> empathetic here. <laughs> he's, like, he's, he's also got a little bit of Android tendency when it comes to emotions. I think, you know, yes, good yes, British get- stiff upper lip. Push it all uh, down. That's true. He needs to <laughs> hang out with Data some more and yeah. uh, understand. Uh, although I guess that's what uh, Star Trek Picard is all about. So spoiler alert true, for Star Trek true. Picard. Uh, he, he becomes a little more emotional. He does. He does. Uh, and so they're kind of grilling. Well, they're telling them, hey, Timothy, your parents are dead. Also, tell us what happened because yeah. the download is really slow. It's slow, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, oh, wait, that's the next year. He's like, it'll be another hour before we can... Where the the purple laser beam is now beaming out of the box back into their computers. So exactly, it works both and ways. Like this, maybe this we should try something else than these purple laser beams. But uh, and and Timothy says, "Oh, we were attacked mm-hmm. by uh, people that were wearing purple helmets. They boarded the ship. They killed everybody. It was very mm-hmm. scary. They uh, did. I hid, and they didn't see me. Mm-hmm. And yeah, very traumatizing." And- Yes. And everyone's like, well, that sounds awful. Uh, and uh, Troy's like, you know, we should probably help this kid. And everyone's like, I guess so. Uh, yeah. So they, they do. Hooray. Uh, and this would, uh, so he doesn't, Timothy doesn't want Data to leave sickbay because Data's like, hey, my job was to get you off your ship. I got you here. I got to go back to oh, engineering. Yeah. That's Did. Counselor Troy's line. She's like, mm-hmm. do you want Data to stay with you a bit longer? <laughs> yes. Like, yeah. oh, I'm, I'm, I don't feel emotion, but this makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Does not compute. Yeah. And so, you know, and you can understand, right? He, he, Data saves this kid. And so right. he, he feels safe with Data. Um, and there's and also Data- foreshadowing of the kid being really impressed with it. Because he asked him, before, he's like, how can you lift that beam? Mm-hmm. And Data says, you know... I didn't write down that line, but you know, like my physical capacities exceed that of a human or something like that. You know, he, he's, you can already see the kind of like, well, the hero worship, shall we say? Oh, that's that's coming along in the boy. Yes. But data doesn't, I feel like, you know, I understand what Troy is doing here because she's like, data, this kid has developed a bond with you and we should explore it in as part of mm-hmm. our counseling and though we never see any other counseling efforts that she's doing i assume she is uh but data is ill-equipped really to do this because he doesn't have emotions and so he doesn't really know what to do other than be himself which you know seemingly works but i feel like this is fraught with peril for everybody yeah and it's like if he was a if he was a human, I would be worried that it's putting like kind of an undue burden on him as an untrained, you know, there would be more, there would definitely be more psychological outcome on him <laughs> if he was put in the position of like, you have to stay with this kid now. Yeah. For, fix him. Yeah. Yeah. Basically fix him. <laughs> yeah. Like that would be like, he would need therapy after that, you know, if he was a human. But <laughs> It's true. 
And, and like, Counselor Troy would be nowhere to be found. <laughs> She'd be just like, Picard, uh, you stay with Data. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. He, he seems comfortable he around you. <laughs> that's right. I've got to go. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and Dr. Crusher wants to talk to you. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, but there is a really good scene. Uh, overall, I like this episode. But I, Yeah, um, yeah. Just to, to we're be being, clear. We're, we're being like. playfully, you know, poking fun. But uh, I, I do, too, overall. I think it has a very, very slow start. <laughs> it, yes. It, the act one is like. 20 minutes of a 45 minute show <laughs> <laughs> and, so, yeah, and it, yeah. it, there's not much there uh yeah but act two has my favorite scene which is data is basically like i need to help this kid with this traumatic event and i i've never had yes. any traumatic events um, oh yeah so they have a heart to heart <laughs> they have that heart to heart with jordy uh, yeah. where jordy is basically like i was caught in a fire and but i was okay it was two minutes and fine. then i was okay yeah. Oh my God. That scene was so funny to me too. I've been, um, I've been on a Voyager rewatch lately and it just mm. struck me how, uh, funny and like old the, the enterprise, even in season five looks compared to like season five of Voyager. Mm-hmm. The warp core was very like, <laughs> you know, like, uh, very, uh, yeah, just, just very old effects, you know, of like a light yes. going up and down in a, Kind of, kind of wobbly chamber. <laughs> like a yes. I was like, oh, this is, I forgot. I haven't watched, I haven't rewatched TNG in a while. So I just had kind of forgotten that it's like just a little bit, you know, you're not seeing like CGI and you're not seeing, uh, you know, the slightly more uh, modern 90s <laughs> effects. <laughs> and this Very episode practical. is aired 29 years ago so yes exactly exactly it, it shows its age especially in hd um yes which it yeah. was never meant to be seen in hd right it's wonderful it looks as good as it does but um you're, you're totally right yeah but it i did, did i did like lavar burton got he doesn't do much in this other than point a purple laser at computers so he got right. a moment to, to act and <laughs> be like to you know, stay behind while the action happens mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah he so did I, I like that he had an acting moment he he got to feel some things, mm-hmm. you know, act through that visor, which is always a challenge. So that's yeah. true. And he uh, let Data know that uh, he made it through this traumatic event because of his parents that's being right. uh, supporting him, uh, which is something you thought maybe Troy could have pointed out that humans need support networks. Uh, right. She could have explained trauma. Too. <laughs> <laughs> Might have been helpful. I don't know. And once again, I'm not blaming Troy, the character. I'm blaming no, the, the writers. people who wrote this it's the episode, writers. Yeah. Who decided to give everything that she could do to other characters. Yes, exactly. For, for no particular reason. I mean, I can, you can kind of understand because Data and Troy, uh, Data and LaForge are friends and mm. like they're, they're like best friends on the Enterprise. So you mm-hmm. can understand Data going to him for this kind of like, you know, Counselor Troy is making me do this can yes. help me out um so i understand the choice i just don't agree with it because troy like you like you said and this is like, troy should be all over this and she is not uh but she is with data creepily spying on the uh class that is happening <laughs> uh where timothy is uh with the world's uh seemingly worst teacher uh, <laughs> who has not apparently been told that timothy <laughs> has gone through a traumatic event and so he's like <laughs> Frowning like, at him and stop. making weird faces. Come on, Timothy, we're not doing that anymore. Hello. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Put it away. This isn't, yeah, very obsessed with, um, you know, rules, which I can, you know, I can empathize with being obsessed with rules. But, you know, 
Yeah. Doesn't yeah, seem to have been briefed on the situation. Like died yeah. Twelve hours ago. Yeah. Exactly. What <laughs> if those other kids see that. him playing and they want to play? Then my whole classroom is in disarray. <laughs> the most important thing is that everybody's doing the same thing. Exactly. I've got we've got standardized tests coming yes, up. Yes, exactly. <laughs> How are these yeah. kids going to get into Starfleet Academy if we just let them play freely all day long? It's not good. And I'm in my suit, my little outfit that kind of looks like a uniform, but isn't a uniform. It's, so. more t- it's like slightly higher turtleneck than a standard uniform, I think. Yes, I just I thought that was a weird customing oh. choice. But, I, but uh, also I feel like that just is like representative sometimes of like, it's like uniform casual, you know? Like <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's true. You know, like that's... Part of, that's just like the part of the uh, aesthetic of that twenty fourth century. Uh, this twenty fourth, right? I don't know. Anyway, the time you know is mm-hmm. it's very similar to early nineties. <laughs> yeah. And then, so the the whole point of that scene is, oh no, Timothy is not playing with the other kids. He's by himself, and he's not perhaps adjusting as quickly as these people seemingly think he should. Which once, is kind and of once strange. again, Troy is just lurking in the background. <laughs> you think she would be like in the class or being like why don't to the teacher be like it's okay i'll sit with him like you know you just keep you know she's there but she's not doing it she doesn't help basically her thing is she's fine geez data you should uh do something about this yes (laughs) she she goes to the bridge after that right and is like yes she's like oh we we data needs to hang out with this kid because he has a bond and right like okay (laughs) do it uh or actually that might be later because this is and he wants to build this temple the teacher won't let him and then data uh somehow he takes the the pieces back to his room and data goes to visit him and uh yeah that's after the bridge scene where deanna says like data i think you should spend more time with him um or something orders him to spend more time with him yeah this is but this is before the scene where captain picard orders him to make him into an android because that Ah. the android bit hasn't happened yet which is why i say this is like the longest (laughs) bit like the the actual action of this episode still has not actually started like the 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 choices that the character makes hasn't actually started happening yet yeah so he, he data uh critiques uh, Timothy's building. <laughs> well, he sa- he asked if he wanted Frank he feedback, did. and Timothy it's said true. yes. So you know, <laughs> Data did what he should have done, and then Data's like, "Well, all right, well, I'll tell you, it's uh, doesn't really look like the thing you're doing. It lacks symmetry, blah blah blah." Uh, which were all very good constructive criticism, but once again, Timothy's parents died like twelve hours ago, right? So he's not really in that kind of receptive mode for constructive no. criticism. He knocks it down. He's like, oh, "I can't do anything right." Or something along those lines. And then Data build, builds it super quickly. And this is when Timothy's like, oh, maybe I should be. More yeah, like there's like a little bit more interaction with them where we get. Oh, he's like, you hate it. He says, Timothy says, you hate it. And Data says, I uh, Data, I am not capable of hatred. Um, so you get you start to the seat. This whole scene plants the seeds of like yes. um, the Data's inability to feel emotion his superior physical and mental capacities and by the end of it you get a timothy saying so 
you can't, if you can't feel emotion, does that mean you can't feel sad? <laughs> like basically just, <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> puts it all out there. <laughs> That's right. Correct. Timothy. Yes. And then <laughs> sadness is an emotion. There's a, just a follow Timothy to his bathroom mirror. He has his own quarters, which seems strange. that's also i saw because data comes to visit him and he's by himself in these quarters (laughs) and i I guess someone be with him more like a bedroom or i don't don't know how it works when you have kids on a starship but yeah it seems strange that he's just he has his own he has his own like studio apartment basically (laughs) well he's he's on his own now so he's got a friend for himself (laughs) bachelor (laughs) living that bachelor lifestyle and so he goes to his mirror and he does some little, like, head twitches, data-style mm-hmm. head twitches. And then he says, my positronic brain is not uh, capable of gen... Or maybe that's later. He just says one of those, I'm designed to exceed human capacity, or something mm-hmm. like that. He says one of those uh, data phrases yes, into the Yes, and that's where we think, ah, now we know what's happening in this episode. He's yes, and this is, this is about the 20-minute mark. So <laughs> yes. <laughs> taken quite a long time to get to this <laughs> oh and while this is all happening the crew is trying to figure out what happened to the ship and uh it is becoming more and more clear that they were not attacked by purple helmeted pirates right um, right and, there's a there's Timothy a is lying. there's a black cluster meeting where they talk about the collapsed stars and they talk mm-hmm. about yeah basically oh and um this in this meeting troy diagnoses uh timothy with okay and in Anantiandromia, Anantiandromia, which is a real thing. I looked it up because I was like, Ooh. did they just make up this? <laughs> which she describes as a conversion into the other. And Ooh. it sort of is what it is. It's, I looked it up. It means um, the unconscious, oh no, uh, the tendency of things to change into their opposites, which she talks about as being like, you know, an, a human turning into a machine as being the opposite. I feel like I don't know the term because I'm not a psychologist, but I feel like there is a more accurate term for using make-believe to suppress your emotions than this very like, uh, like, uh, you know, unknown term uh, that I guess Jung wrote about too. Uh, but yeah, I just thought that was a really strange diagnosis <laughs> to give him. Well, I feel like they maybe did it because it is a real thing, but it sounds like it's not. Like it's a future thi- weird thing. Right. Uh, it's, that, uh, it's actually very old. Just... Like it's been around, like the term has been around for, I think since like, you know, the Greek philosophers. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it's just, I was like that. Again, just using Counselor Troy for just the strangest <laughs> So the strangest things. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's what, and now they, they're figuring out, I mean, uh, well, look at the, the climax of the episode. That is uh, the, the, like the action part is. Yeah. Them figuring out what actually happened. So, but I'm, they didn't, yeah, they didn't at this point, they still like, they hadn't totally rolled out an attack because later Picard is like, could a cloaked, sh- like, does these readings indicate like that a cloaked oh, right. shift they're, could they're be in looking. here. They're still like thinking what, what could have attacked the, the the ship? But yeah, they're they're basically. And I I was also like, is this the A plot or the B plot? I don't know at this point. <laughs> Who knows? It's all <laughs> like, mixed together. It's all one. Yeah. C plot. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. 
And then, so, but the, the meat of the, the thing is now Timothy is like, okay, I'm going to be the solution to my problem because nobody's helping me is uh, I will become data. Yes. Uh, or I'll become an android. An android. No, he's always be been an android, Scott. Oh, that's right. He's always been. We were just wrong. Yes. Thinking he was a human earlier. Yes. Uh, and I did kind of buy this as, you know, kids kind of like do make believe all the time and, you know, they pretend to be whatever, uh, you know, like a train or a toaster or whatever. And yeah. Always and I, a train and a toaster. I so. think it must be an actual like common, well, or semi, this is why I mean, I feel like there must be a more accurate term in child psychology for a kid who like goes into a make believe <laughs> world because they can't handle a trauma that's just happened to them. But maybe that, maybe that is the best term for it. And I'm wrong. <laughs> Uh, I, I tend to think you're you're right, but uh, maybe maybe you're wrong. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, now so this is when Data is ordered basically to make Timothy the well, best first, android first Timothy can be. Troy goes to see. So Troy is like, I'm just about to have an appointment with him, and she so she oh, actually right, right, is right. the first one to discover that he has taken on this android personality, and she has some. They go to ten forward, and he's like, I do not require food but then he's like but sometimes i like to taste it because he sees something tasty <laughs> going by a giant platter of desserts being ordered and i was very curious about who ordered all of those desserts i was like i think they're happened. just display desserts you know they just walk oh, around because they can just be put back in the replicator right you that's know, true read... those are always disappointing when they they show up with a big tray of <laughs> fake desserts and you're <laughs> like oh you have to go back into the kitchen and get it yes um but i was also shocked that counselor troy did not take that opportunity to order a chocolate sundae <laughs> i know i was waiting for her to order so she said no thank you when he asked if she wanted anything like who is this maybe that's that's the secret plot is that counselor troy has been replaced yes, by some other yes. alien entity yes and that's why she's being such a bad counselor but she does <laughs> i think i actually think this is a really lovely scene between them where she's just really she's acting very curiously and she's not like you're not an android <laughs> you know she's <laughs> that's like, dumb oh, how long have you been an android oh okay how does this feel i i feel like it's actually this is probably the best scene that she's given in this episode in terms of actually being a counselor to him yes but then yes she does next go to data and picard and say data i think or oh there's another uh ready room meeting <laughs> <laughs> another one and have a lot of meetings yeah and uh she's like this is what's going on and i think we should go for it and card's like make it so he doesn't say that but he's like you know data make him the best android he could be <laughs> so solve this problem for me data uh we need to know what happened to that ship and Dang then we it. finally get to the now. greasy double hairbrush scene <laughs> as foretold and i assume the, the, so data the first step into becoming the best android you can be is slicking back your hair just like data yes, apparently yes. Uh, <laughs> i thought i just assumed that his hair came like that like <laughs> so maybe maybe it does and maybe he just replicated those brushes for this purpose you know i i just assumed that his hair doesn't like change shape that is what i would assume as well uh but this scene leads me to think that every morning data, well, that's, data doesn't even sleep. So he's, his hair probably isn't ever messed up. Exactly. So maybe he doesn't need to do anything, but uh, it is a funny scene in that uh, you, Timothy is doing the kind of the head movements that mm -hmm. data does, uh, which, you know, I'm sure Brent and Spiner came up with them because it makes him look not human. And, yes. Uh, so it's, it's a very good thing. Um, 
and so he's doing it and data's like oh, stop moving your head it's counterproductive and uh timothy's like well you do it all the time yeah he calls <laughs> out like, brent oh. spiner's neck acting <laughs> <laughs> exactly i'm just doing what you're doing yeah uh so i like that scene but it's kind of weird the to imagine that data combs his hair with greasy I just was like, where is the, is the grease already in his hair or is the, it's so greasy. <laughs> like you can't grease. slick back hair that easily unless it has a lot of grease in it. So I was like, is it already in his hair in the little like kind of side part that he had before or is it in the brushes? I don't, I'll, I'll if, if never he just know. just has naturally oily hair. <laughs> Super and, uh, oily hair. <laughs> <laughs> and this is where you get a couple more scenes where Timothy asks Data if he dreams and clearly mm -hmm. timothy's having nightmares and then they're painting and mm -hmm. timothy is painting kind of a i wouldn't say a horrific painting but it is it's expressive a, as data says yes. mm -hmm. it is it is a, a painting of someone who is feeling emotions um but cannot express them and uh then data's like you know you can tell and i thought that was a really good scene because yeah. data's like you know you could tell me anything uh and uh then Timothy falls asleep as Data is droning on about something, uh, which yes. I also thought was funny. Yeah, because and Timothy had been fighting sleep because he's like, I do not require rest. He's trying to be like Data mm -hmm. when he told him to go back to his quarters. I just realized he tells him to go back to his quarters. <laughs> he's, get out of here. Personal, his personal quarters where he lives alone. <laughs> true. You would think maybe he could just stay with Data. Or Troy uh, or I don't or know, Troy, just some responsible adult like... Well, I, I would say like the teacher, data. but that teacher doesn't seem like a great <laughs> No, not that teacher. <laughs> the data doesn't really need privacy, right? I mean, it's nice right, right. that he has it, but he doesn't have these hangups that people do. So I feel like, right. especially since Timothy is kind of bonding with data, that he could maybe just yeah. stay with data. But whatever. But he does. Data picks him up and puts him on the couch. It's very nice. Um, yeah. And I will say a kudos to Timothy for uh, the actor who played Timothy for really being limp when Data yeah. picks him up. Because, I think uh, that kid is a really, I think he's a good actor. He had lots of mm -hmm. good scenes. You know, it's child acting is not, is not easy. <laughs> and um, yeah, I think he did well. Yes. And this is where we, we find out that the, oh yeah, the crew is trying to, maybe there's a cloaked ship that blew up the yeah. the vessel or maybe What's uh, going on? something weird is happening. I don't know, but we have to go deeper into the cluster to find oh. out for some reason. Uh, and also for some reason, even though I feel like this episode is taking place over several days, uh, the computer transfer, I guess, never happens. So they don't know what the logs tell them. I don't know. It's very strange. I don't, that, I don't know. There's been something wrong with the purple laser beam. I don't know. I, I um, guess. And it, I think around this time is also when Troy is like, hey, Data, why don't you tell Timothy about your love of humanity and your, like, your desire to be more human as a way to start maybe easing him back into the idea of it? I think this is, that's around that time too. Uh, yeah, I think so. And this is when um, we realize the big reveal is that Timothy is in sickbay and they're like, Captain Picard shows up and is like, tell me what happened because, you know, you, your ship couldn't have been attacked. There was no boarding it's, party. I think it's in his ready room. He makes him oh, come to right, his yeah. ready room. <laughs> but Basically, this is after, after, Timothy, he and, after he and Data have some more treats in 10 forward and he asks Data if he can taste and that's where Data is like, Actually, I've always wondered what it would be like. And Timothy's like, huh, maybe I do want to be human. But yes, then then Picard is like, yeah. get that lying little brat into my ready room. You've got some explaining to <laughs> where do, I Where I will interrogate him. 
<laughs> and this is why they've been keeping him away from Captain Picard. Yeah. <laughs> so Data and Troy and Picard are all present, maybe among other officers, with Timothy. And they're like, you need to tell us what happened. He's like, I told you, I told you what happened. Um, and, and he's like, nobody's believing your crappy story. Like, they attacked us. They attacked us. He, he, he keeps, you know, sort of getting higher pitched and more mm-hmm. emphatic. And then Data says, androids do not lie. Oh. And that and this, pushes him, pushes him yes. over the edge. And he says, I did it. I killed them all. And you think, oh, that oh my God, he's a psychopath. <laughs> exactly. He really has no emotions. Yeah, yeah. He's not but pretending. It, and that's when the commercial break happens. We watch yes. it streaming. So immediately we find out uh, that it was, uh, well, I assume you watched it streaming and you didn't yes. wait for it to show up on syndication. I actually had in your it on area. an old recorded VCR tape. <laughs> <laughs> Pop that in. Didn't didn't fast forward through the commercials. <laughs> You're dedicated to the yes. full original experience. Uh, uh, so Timothy thinks he is responsible because when the attack happened, although it wasn't an attack, we'll find out that shortly. Uh, he brushed against some. He fell panel, on a console or a panel or something, and then there was an explosion. Everything started happening, and so he's like, "Oh no, I did it. It was my mm. fault." Uh, and Data's like. That's don't be ridiculous. Yeah, everybody's like, there's all kinds of safety protocols. That means that I think they're being somewhat compassionate. They're like, you definitely could not have done this. It's not your fault. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and Captain Picard's like, yeah, there we've got, you know. It, it. And to be fair to Timothy, though, uh, everything I have seen in Star Trek leads me to believe that you can, in fact, destroy a starship yes. by just accidentally <laughs> brushing against a panel. That's right. So. That's right. <laughs> yes. But um, but Captain Picard and Data assure him that that is impossible, uh, and uh, so. But then, oh, just as this you know this big emotional scene where they're like Timothy, it's not your fault. Uh, the Enterprise starts shaking and bad things start to happen. You're like Timothy's like, oh no, it's happening all again. Yeah, uh, so they all go out to the bridge, including Timothy, right? <laughs> like, and this is where Counselor Troy's like, well, maybe we should leave uh, Timothy. Yeah. Uh, this seems like it, we are not helping. And Which is like, an no, appropriate no. suggestion, I think. That's appropriate mm-hmm. to it is get the child off the bridge. <laughs> but Data says, no, come with me. Uh, and he hangs out with Data. And, you know, having watched many episodes of Star Trek, the problem is painfully obvious because right. they keep pumping more energy into their right. shields and exactly. then more <laughs> things start hitting them. Yes. And you think, well, maybe those two things are related. <laughs> Is it causal or correlation? Who knows? Who could oh, no. who could tell until Data does a series of beeping and booping <laughs> at the at the back console where he mm-hmm. he asks Timothy. So Timothy says, uh, I think somebody says, uh, sending warp power to the shields, and and he's like, that's what they said on my ship too. So Data's like, tell me everything that they said. And he's like, I don't know, <laughs> but nonetheless, Data just starts beep 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 beep. beep. Beeping in some kind of complicated mathematical uh, probability or something in the back console, and anytime somebody on the bridge th- says something, Timothy's like, "They said that too." <gasps> yeah. So, and then Data says, "Jeez, you remember a lot more than you thought." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And also, uh, but but still, I need this very complicated computation in order to figure out what's going on right now. <laughs> Yes, and I think this is a, a clever writerly way of you know making me feel good because I can figure it out before yes. the the smart characters in the mm-hmm. TV show 
Um, and uh, Data's like, oh no, you know, lower the shields. And Riker's like, that's suicide. Yes. Uh, and you're like, not in front of Timothy. Uh, and the, uh, the, but it turns out Data's right. Captain Picard, you know, one of the things I like about Captain Picard is he trusts the people that work for him. Uh, and so he's like, no, do it. And the shields are down. Then Data explains what was going on. You know, the, the more energy they pumped in the shields, the clust- black cluster would pump more energy back and it was going to destroy them. Uh, but everybody's fine. And that's yes. what happened to the to Timothy's ship. And yeah, wasn't exactly. really Timothy's fault. Yeah. Drop, so, yeah. But t- Timothy actually helped solve the issue. Mm-hmm. So good on you, Timothy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we see Timothy once again. Data and Counselor Troy are kind of creepily observing <laughs> the class. Uh, and Timothy is like having a snack and laughing with some kids and uh, has uh, had a watershed moment where he realizes he does not. He's not an android after all. And having emotions while difficult is worth it. And Data says, hey, how are you, Timothy? And Timothy says, you know. I'm uh I miss my parents, but I'm doing all right. Um, yeah, and he looks really sad, like in this mm-hmm. classroom scene. And I, I thought this was kind of uncharacteristic of in a good way of especially next gen of like showing like real emotions in the aftermath of something. Of course, we never mm-hmm. see Timothy again, but <laughs> but even at least just I mean, it was kind of a like sobering end of the episode. It wasn't just like, oh, he's playing and laughing already, you know, like they're He's like, fine. this is going to take a really long time for him to work through. I thought that was actually a pretty uh, accurate, <laughs> you know, depiction. Yeah. Because, you know, when you're suffering with grief, you don't like you aren't 100 percent sad all the time. Right, um, right, right. And so sometimes you laugh uh, and then in those cases actually that can make you feel worse because you laugh and then you're like oh no but i should be sad about this thing. exactly and it's kind of a spiral that you go into so i do think it was a good resolution and he does i like the interaction uh where timothy's like oh it must you must have thought it was really silly that i was you know pretending to be an android and data says no i've heard that imitation is the highest form of flattery which was nice and then timothy is worried that he and data can't still be friends and data's like no of course we can do things and uh Timothy does, you know, that would be acceptable in like a, as an Android and that's the end of the shows. But I, uh, I thought that was a very nice little interaction between them. I thought so too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's one line that I forgot to mention earlier that made me laugh really hard out loud, which is one of Worf's Worf does not have very many lines in this episode. He's mostly just talking about what's happening with the, the, uh, black cluster, but he has a line on the bridge when they cut back and you know, the, they're getting hit by stuff. He says, 1100 standard G units and rising. And that made me laugh because there was a hip hop group in the late 90s yes. called G Unit. G Unit, yep. I had that same reaction. And I just was like imagining 1100 G units, like 50 Cent, and I don't know who else was in there. But you know, too many G like units storming the ship. They really made, need the shields. Yes, exactly. It made me, it made me laugh out loud. Um, in an otherwise not too funny. I mean, you know, funny sometimes to laugh at, but not a... Yes, it wasn't meant to be funny. Not meant to be a funny <laughs> moment, but it, it did make me lull in that in that moment. Yes. <laughs> so we spent a while talking about kind of things that don't make a lot of sense in this episode or, or missed opportunities, especially the glaring one being Troy. Uh, but all that being said, and what do you, what do you think of this episode overall? Um, so, yeah, I... 
I like this episode overall. It's slower than I prefer. I think especially the, like, there's just, I was like, the the first 20 minutes of this could have been done in five minutes, probably. And maybe that's also just being a modern television viewer. Um, but I really like, I like, da- I like Brent Spiner as Data a lot. So I like mm. getting to see, epi- I like a Data episode. Um, and I thought the kid was really good. And I thought there was some actual good, even though Counselor Troy didn't get to be very much a part of it, there was some good examination of like mental health. And um, I thought actually letting him be an Android was like a good call to like, let him go into that fantasy for a while and not force him out of that. I also think it was a great episode for extras, you know, (laughs) they got lines and Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And I, and like, like I, I kind of, I've already said my quibbles. He should have been paralyzed by that beam, but uh, then it wouldn't <laughs> it have been enjoyable. about it wouldn't have been but, about his psychological journey. So that's right. Uh, that they could put that on the the VHS tape. Good episode, but the kid should have been paralyzed, <laughs> or would have been better if more children were paralyzed. More children were paralyzed in this episode. Oh man! But I I agree with you. Not on the children paralyzing, thing, right. but all. The things. Uh, I do think it's a good episode. I think that the ending. You're you're one hundred percent right that it's kind of a out of character but very good ending for TNG where mm. it's not everyone isn't basically reset in happy utopia feelings, but you know, you Timothy's gonna have to be, deal with this for a while. Um because everyone he knows is dead. Uh and he's apparently alone in his own quarters on the Enterprise for the rest of time. Right. I don't know where he <laughs> ends up. We don't know. Uh right. we don't we don't know what ends up with the ship that is stuck in the black cluster. Uh, there are a lot of unknown at the end of this, but overall, I think it's it's a good late season TNG episode uh, that you know Data gets to do a lot. Troy sadly doesn't get to do much. And I think it would probably be a good one for somebody who had not watched much Star Trek because, like, you don't. It's not well. You know, there's an, you don't have to know a lot about the characters going into it yes it's a good introduction to data Mm -hmm. uh at the very least um yeah (laughs) nobody else gets to do very much but (laughs) no but and it's interesting that patrick stewart and like directed it because i think he's got a good you know he's got a subtler acting style than than some star trek actors and i think he brings some of that and i say that with love you know Mm -hmm. and he i mean he can do his like stentorian shakespearean thing as well for sure but um I th- I think he, like, it makes sense. He probably brought a lot of, like, connection. You know, there's a lot of connection between the characters. I, I liked the connection between uh, Timothy and Data in this episode. And I think it was well-directed. I agree. Uh, I, good job, Patrick Stewart. Yeah. If he, <laughs> needs, to sure hear it, if he needs to hear it, he can hear it from us. Good job, Patrick Stewart. That's right. You have got uh, a, a bright future ahead of you in this industry, yeah. Patrick Stewart. <laughs> You're going to go places. I think he's pretty good. I think he's pretty, I think he's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, he should stick with it. You know, yeah. some people are following their dreams and you think, you know, they just someone needs to sit down with them and say, you know, I know you want to be an actor, but it's not going to work. Right. So uh, go back into your secondary love of accounting. But Patrick Stewart, I think, should stay an actor. I think so. And, and, and director. And director. Yeah, yes. exactly. He brings he brings all his acting chops to it. So mm-hmm. there you yeah. go, Patrick Stewart. <laughs> wow. I'm glad we solved that one. Whew. <laughs> 
Well, I think our here, our work here is done, Ad. So thank you so much for joining me uh, oh. and and uh, helping me to pump up Patrick Stewart. You are so welcome. Uh, it was it was my pleasure, and I always love to talk about Star Trek, especially you know, in pandemic times. So thank you for having me. Well, the next global pandemic, I know <laughs> who to fight on. Yeah. Well, I think we're on a. I can't remember if we're on a two or three year rotation, but you know. I'll, We'll do it again in a couple of years. Yes, you'll, you'll be back. <laughs> yeah.